Welcome to Woodworker and Wife. We're Dan and Bethany Myers. We have been married for over five years and have three little girls. Are we marriage experts, parenting experts, life experts? Perfect in every way? Not even close, but we do happen to have a microphone and more importantly, we wanna share what God has done and is currently doing in our lives in order to encourage you. Each week we'll cover a topic related to faith, family, marriage, or business with the hope that our conversations will encourage you in your day-to-day life. This week, we're going to discuss how we dream big dreams for our profession. We hope that you are encouraged and lifted up after listening. Let's get started. I'm Dan, and this is my wonderful wife, Bethany, and we are woodworker and wife. I'm the woodworker. And I am the wife. (laughs) Over the last few episodes, we have been talking about legacies. We touched on how we're promoting a legacy of learning in our lives, in our girls' lives, striving to build a legacy of marriage that centers on Jesus, and cultivating a legacy of family that's built upon the foundations of emotional support, quality time, and faith. Back in episode 9, The Legacy of Marriage, we closed by bringing up dreaming. Uh, To us, dreaming presents itself and is manifested by several things. Um, First, leaning on the Holy Spirit and encouraging each other. Uh, Communicating current and future dreams, both individually and together. Being prayerful and obedient to the Lord and acting in faith. And finally, understanding and trusting that he'll mold and shape our dreams as time proceeds. And ideally, our dreams are really his dreams in that our dreams and goals bring glory to him when pursued and acted upon. Yeah, and we've been reading some of the devotional materials by Marriage After God podcast hosts Aaron and Jennifer Smith. In their book of the same title, they wrote a chapter on dreaming, and it has facilitated more and deeper discussion about the things we dream about, things like our marriage, our family, our professions, our finances, our ministry and spiritual life, our future. We've discussed some of our dreams and goals for our marriage and family in our last two episodes, and we've alluded to dreaming for our next home. Today, we want to focus on dreams for our professions. And before we get into that, um, typically, I guess a couple of times a year, but uh, usually in the late winter, early spring, we get away for a night or two, just the two of Mm -hmm. us. And we call it our goal setting weekend. We do. (laughs) So there's, I mean, there's fun parts to it too. Yes. Just being with each other. But there's also a time where we can just focus on what goals, what things is God calling us to, Mm -hmm. writing them out, talking through them, praying about them, dreaming. And and typically doing that ahead of time so that we were both prepared with what we want to talk about while uh, we don't have people interrupting us all the time. Yeah. That can be a, quite a big challenge. Yeah, yeah it can. <clears throat> yeah, oh. so, um, so we're going to answer a couple of questions today. And these are questions from the appendix of the Marriage After God book. Correct. They have a, an appendix about dreaming and different areas of your life that you can dream about. Um, so the questions we're going to try to answer today about dreaming for our professions are the following three. First, what work, either paid or unpaid, is God calling us to do? Second, how does our work impact our marriage and our family? And third, how might we use our work to build God's kingdom? And I'm going to put those three questions 
in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go back and visit those, you can. Uh, but uh, we're just going to work through each question and just share kind of individually between us, mm -hmm. you know, what our, our dream or our goal is with regard to that. Correct, yeah. Yep. So the first question, what work, either paid or unpaid, is God calling us to do? Uh, for myself, um, you know, since Genesis, it's pretty clear that we are called to create. For me, I am called to create things out of wood. In fact, my business motto is, we exist to envision, design, and create beautiful intentional furnishings for your residential or commercial space. More on that in a moment. Uh, looking back, I've always had a penchant for creating, whether it was with Legos, erector sets, Lincoln logs, or even a shovel in the backyard as a kid, digging a four foot deep hole, <laughs> four foot deep across. and For no other reason than digging. Just digging and, you know, just filling my mm -hmm. time doing something, I guess, and being told, I just fill it in by dinner. <laughs> um, so there's those things, or uh, my background, we've said in earlier episodes, I am a carpenter now, but looking back in the past, I studied chemistry in college and in graduate school, where between both I participated in computational and synthetic organic chemistry research, where I would either make new chemical compounds and structures theoretically via a computer or um, actually in a lab. And I didn't know this during graduate school, but my volunteer work during that time with Habitat for Humanity would open up doors for me later when I would leave my teaching career. And so here I am now. I'm building furniture. I'm aiding in the refinishing and refacing of kitchen cabinets. And I create custom carpentry solutions for local and regional clients. All of this with the eventual task of earning my residential builder's license and taking on larger scale carpentry and cabinetry projects kitchen remodels, and eventually building small homes that are small in size and rich in quality. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, that might be our future tagline um, that we've discussed. Yeah, is that the one I came up with? I, I modified it tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, so small in size and rich in quality. So, you know, what work, either paid or unpaid, is God calling us to do? For me, it's to create, to use my mind, to use my hands, things that he's gifted me with to create for other people mm -hmm. um, and not just create things, not create things that are cheap or unsustainable, mm -hmm. but create things that are sustainable and will um, be of high quality, mm -hmm. um, something that will um, reflect his glory, mm -hmm. hopefully. And I think we forgot to mention, we're just going to discuss one area of our life where we're being called mm -hmm. professionally. Yep. Because um, there's a lot of different areas where I'd say that you're making or building or in other ways that we've discussed, but we're just going to talk about one yep. in this podcast because it would be way too long to discuss everything. Yep. Um, yep. So how about you? What work, either paid or unpaid, is God calling you to do? So I would say currently 90 per 90%, oh, like 100% of my work is unpaid um, financially. Financially unpaid. Financially unpaid. Rich in blessings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Um, 
And so, um, but something recently that I've, I've started to actually delve more into is uh, developing a book that I've had in my brain for five or so years, as long as we've met mm-hmm. or, or known each other before we met, whatever I'm trying to say. Uh, it's been in there. And it's just a book about how I, as a little kid, figured out that my older sister had special needs. And, like, it was something I knew, but, like, my brain had to, like, figure it out. And, like, and so it's just the the simple way that I went, oh, she's she's just a little bit different than me. And this is, like, the subtle things um, and how that works. So um, I've, I've started, and I've tried this before, but I've started illustrating for that again because I've had it written for a long time. Because yep. um, that just seemed to pour right out of me. It, that was the simple part. God gave me words, and I wrote them down. Um, and past that, I've really struggled with um, getting what's in my brain onto the page as far as the illustrations go. And mm-hmm. I and I just have a heart to do this. Um, and so when I when something finally like that vision finally comes through in my brain, and I go, oh, that's what I want on the page. And I finally had a lot of breakthroughs in that area with just. Um, different things and what's funny and what's kind of spurred me on is our oldest daughter jane has started quote unquote crafting Mm -hmm. um which is the best thing ever she has been making crowns and letters and cards and oh gosh all sorts of things we just had this huge drawer of like school supplies from when we were teaching and I have just kind of given her free reign of it. And she has scissors and glue and markers and whatever. And she just is making all sorts of things. And she'll just sit there for like an hour, two hours crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, you know what? If you can sit there and craft and Eleanor wants to sit for a few minutes and do that too, I might as well be sitting and crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's typically while Lucy's taking a nap. <clears throat> so I actually have like empty hands. Like I could theoretically... I mean, it took me a week and a half to finish my first set of pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first illustration, it took me yeah, maybe like two weeks. Well, and you're doing paper crafting, so it's yes. all out of... It's cutting and gluing yeah. and um, figuring out, like, do I want to draw these lines in? Do I want to print a pattern? Do we like... So it's, and, and then showing it to somebody and going, I think I need to add these details mm-hmm. and I'll bring it to you. And you'll be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Add those details. I think you showed me, you showed it to me the first time. I was like, what is this supposed to depict? <laughs> it took me a while to figure out that it was a hallway in a school and looking at two different classroom doors. Yes. Yeah. It was lacking a lot of details. Yep. I just wanted to show you what I had started so mm-hmm. far. And I realized I need to add a, one more detail I forgot to add in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, taken a while to get that moving forward, but I think I'm in a good place now. I need to go out and get a few more um, wood patterned paper. I am out and I need more. Uh, but beyond that, it's it's finally moving forward, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And yeah, I think it's going to be good. Yep. More to come on that later. So um, paid or unpaid? I Right now that's unpaid. But could be paid. It it could be paid at some point. I mean, your chief motivation for it isn't to go and get a children's book deal. No, no. Because God has placed this on your heart for five or six years. Yeah. Well, it's just, it was, 
I mean, really, it's for other kids like me um, who have an older sister or a sibling in general who has special needs. And it's just kind of a, a way to open a door for parents to discuss that with their kid when they're old enough. Um, That's the best. The, the way I'm equating this in my mind is if Daniel Tiger had a special needs sibling. Yeah. The way the show would respond to him you know relating to that sibling mm -hmm. is kind of what this book is trying to do yeah like recognizing our differences but we're still here to love each other and mm -hmm. be kind to each other yeah yeah exactly so um yeah so it, yeah. it's it, yeah it's there as um an aid it, mm -hmm. i guess is is the reason i'm making it is to help aid parents um mm -hmm. and kids so, yeah. Okay. okay, next question. Yeah, next question. Ready? Mm -hmm. How does your work impact our marriage and our family? Well, my work as a carpenter and woodworker, I guess first and foremost, provides financially for our family. Yes, it does. So that's the physical, the concrete way that my work impacts our marriage and our family. Yes. All is... our children like to eat. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and me. So it... It provides for our family financially, um, but it also provides a schedule that I want to say is more flexible than it was when I was teaching. Oh, yeah. So I can be more present for my family. Now, mm -hmm. there are nights where I get home after you've already had dinner or, you yeah. know, like a, a year ago, I was, I'd was i say that I was working and I didn't get home till 8 or 9 o'clock. Yeah. But I was doing a lot now. of work in Grand Rapids at the time. Yes, you were. So I was traveling, mm -hmm. um, and especially in the new year. But for now, um, like I can just say, oh, you know what? You have the third Thursday of every month when you don't have mops to go to a coffee shop and meet a friend. I'm going to be home for the morning. Yep. And sometimes I'm able to just be home for the day, mm -hmm. but maybe I'll be doing estimates or designs or paperwork Yes. in the afternoon yeah. so I'm still working but I'm working from home mm -hmm. in part because we're a half hour from my shop yeah it, that's so it just a big distance. at that point it doesn't make sense to just go for three hours and mm -hmm. you know an hour of it is driving yeah um, and I would say like personally I need that time more now than I ever have just because we have three people mm -hmm. and that's a lot more than two <laughs> yeah <laughs> hmm. yeah so my work uh, again, impacts our marriage and family financially. Mm -hmm. Time. Yep. You know, improved time. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say to your work previously, as far as time goes, and as being a teacher as opposed to being a woodworker, you're much happier being a woodworker. Yes. So the time that we do have you, is you feel so much better about mm -hmm. your life and what's going on. You're much happier, and that's impacting us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, physically, since I went out on my own, I've become stronger physically. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm more toned. I have muscles in my arms and shoulders mm -hmm. and thighs and yes. all over. Um, so that's positively impacted my marriage, wink, wink, <laughs> and my family. You know, my, my colitis has been in remission for several months, and so I'm able to keep up with our girls and, mm -hmm. you know, there are certainly times where I get home, I've worked hard during the day, I'm exhausted, I might fall asleep right after dinner yeah, or while putting the girls down, 
but I know that I'm there for you guys mm-hmm. and I'm able to provide for you in that financial, that physical, emotional, spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Um, than more so than when I was teaching previously. Yes. Yeah. I mean, teaching, I was, there was more stress. I was so beat up, mm-hmm. you know, physically and um, emotionally, emotionally yeah. and spiritually. Yeah. Um, so it's been a, a 180 in a lot of those areas. Yes, I would definitely say so. Mm-hmm. So that's another way that it's impacting. Yep. So how about for you? Um, so working on this book, impacting... Well, I think it's good that, um, you know, when I sit down to work on my book, the girls are also sitting down to sit, to be creative and, and do creative things. Eleanor cuts paper. She's working on her skills. She has those special safe plastic scissors that can't cut anything but paper. Um, and so she practices her cutting and her gluing and being creative and she, um, you know, and Jane's doing the same thing and we're all doing it together. So I think it's reinforcing the importance of that for them. Um, I definitely do a lot of don't bump the table. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on one second. I just need to glue this. But I think they're getting an opportunity to see, um, you know, it's important. Artwork is important. It's important to, um, also be obedient. They may not know that, but it's important to be obedient and the joy that you can find in, in working with your hands and doing something that you enjoy that also is um something you've asked to something that has been asked of you to be done um so it's all good Mm -hmm. i don't think it really i mean i just ask you look at this Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how much it impacts our marriage right now really besides the fact that like i enjoy doing it you're enjoying it and so you are taking pride in something you're creating and you're happy yeah, it definitely lowers my stress level. Um, it because you feel accomplished too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to like we're homeschooling, and sometimes it's hard to be like to you don't necessarily because like ev- all of the outcomes from that are in like Jane's brain or Eleanor's brain. Like it's not a physical thing you get to see, mm-hmm. which is you know it's good like she's making a lot of progress but like i get to physically see the progress i'm making on this and that's nice well and you've got from what you've written you've got what like six or seven scenarios like sets of pages might be closer to 10 or 10 and so as you work through each one now you get kind of a a visual saying oh one down nine to go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and so you have something that way that is rewarding to see yeah it's true the accomplishment all right third question how might we use our work to build god's kingdom okay do you want to go first or me you okay that's how we've been rolling it is so <laughs> how might we use our work to build god's kingdom let's say that god has placed me in a career where uh, I am able to share my toast. My toast. <laughs> Let me start over. God has placed me in a career where I'm able to share my testimony almost weekly with new clients. Mm-hmm. Just coming up in regular conversation, and you know, oh yeah, I, I used to be a teacher. Before that, I got 
couple of master's degrees, some a quote-unquote over-educated carpenter, mm-hmm. um, which is fine by me. Yeah. You know, I guess more life experience that way. But it comes up and just get a share about, you know, the last year and the, the seasonal of life and transition we went through. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of in the seasonal life where we're really honing in and focusing on the business side and, you know, trying to get that going more smoothly. Yes. Um, but also sharing about our girls and our family. So I'm able to share those things. And I'd say, too, that I strive to work with and demonstrate a character of integrity and cool-headedness. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing really, like, stresses me out, you know. I use air quotes because, of course, things are going to bother you or frustrate you. Um, but I've had a few situations come up in the last month, even, um, between uh, a few different jobs and working with other people mm-hmm. where um, things get delayed extensively. Uh, not on my end, but things are getting delayed or I'm having to uh, give up my shop space so others can use it a little Mm -hmm. bit in our shared warehouse space. And the response I keep getting is, you know, you're being really go with the flow about this. You're being kind about it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, certainly I want that to, to demonstrate itself in my relationships with colleagues, but also with clients too. Um, and I, I hear too often, or we hear too often of examples where homeowners and clients basically get burned by their contractors. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And um, I don't want to be that kind of contractor. No. I want to do right by the client. I want to work with integrity and kindness and demonstrate the love of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. And as I was thinking through this, uh, so verse, some verses came to mind, and I wrote them down. Psalms 90, verse 17 Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. In Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So that question, how might we use our work to build God's kingdom? Well, in some way, our work has to reflect that we're serving Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? And then also serving our neighbor. Yes. Um, Though, I should note, and I don't know if it's necessary to share this, but as a Christian business owner, as a Christian carpenter, contractor, um, just because I am Christian doesn't mean that I'm going to work for free. I feel like that sometimes folks will say, oh, you're a Christian, you know, if meeting through church or something, and oh, could you do this for free? Or they, they expect that, and um, you shouldn't expect to do your work for free. You know, there are times when you can donate your time, mm-hmm. donate labor um, in that capacity, but we are a single-income household and so working for free isn't going to put food on our table, mm-hmm. right? So I guess, you know, as part of that question, I want to be a fair contractor too. Yes. Yeah. So I am going to charge. I am going to make a living wage. Mm-hmm. But you you're know. not overcharging. No. No, I'm, and... being, I'm being fair with what I see the market being able to sustain. Yes. 
Yep. Exactly. And I've had times where, you know, my bid is higher than others, and so I don't get the job, but that's okay because that means it wasn't the right client for me. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say no. Yes, that too. Yeah, um, yeah so not going to work for free. And I think of it this way too. God is providing the work and the ability for me to complete said work. Then that work needs to provide for and sustain us financially. So yes, God is going to provide for us. He's going to bless us. And that's through the work that he's providing. Mm -hmm. Right. And based on how we are in a, um, you know, in terms of the economy, we need money. Yes. Right. So God isn't just handing me hundred dollar bills and saying here you go but it's here's opportunities relationships that i can build mm -hmm. work that i can do the hands and being able-bodied to do it yes and then i'm going to charge you know a, a certain amount for that work based on the market so that we can live exactly yeah okay so how might we use our work to build God's kingdom? I think we've already kind of touched on that as far as um, my current big dream for um, my book goes. And it's really mostly just to have that opening for um, parents and kids to discuss um, what it's like to have a sibling uh, with a disability. And really just opening that door as just, just that... Um, so it can so it can be an easier discussion because a lot of times um, knowing how to start start that conversation can be hard, I think. Um, and so I just want to open that gateway and uh, I don't know it's it's not fully fully developed yet, but um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, so looking back, the three questions we attempted to mm -hmm. respond to, I mean, the goal was dreaming about our profession, and we focused on one area each, Yes. me being contracting, carpentry, mm -hmm. yours being your book. Yes. Um, and, you know, there are individual goals, but there also are goals for each other, right? I mean, it's our business. Yes. Um though my name is on it yeah it's our book though your name is on it mm -hmm. you know because we're supporting each other we're correct encouraging each other and we want hey, the best for one another you're my sole funder for this book that's true <laughs> via contracting and carpentry <laughs> that's right hey i'm working with paper and paper is made of wood there we go i'm just saying yep you're yeah, a i had to make some miter joints or miter joints yeah she, the sent, other day. she sent me a picture the other day and said, um, miter joints these are miter hard. joints are a B. <laughs> <laughs> like, I respect what you do. And it took me a while to figure out what she was talking about. I'm looking at the picture. I was oh. doing trip work around a door yeah. <laughs> out of paper. And I was like, this is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. And then I had to, like, redo it, redo the angle. And then I was like, oh, that's what I should have done the first time. Mm-hmm paper cutting yeah. not as easy as i thought it was no. gonna be <laughs> anyway yeah. so those questions what work either paid or unpaid is god calling us to do how does our work impact our marriage and our family 
And third, how might we use our work to build God's kingdom? Now, we're going to put those three questions from the Marriage After God book in our show notes. And we want to encourage you to either email us or share your own responses with us mm-hmm. via social media. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we appreciate it so much. And next time, we're going to talk about our Christmas shopping and our four-gift rule for our girls, plus the five-gift rule for Dan and I. And in the meantime, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. At Woodworker and Wife. And you can check out our website and blog at... www.woodworkerandwife.com And if you have a question or want to reach out, please send us an email at... woodworkerandwife at gmail.com Thanks. Bye.